Welcome back to Eternal, folks. I'm Don. I play Kumiho in Taraxian Nights. Sean is having me do a brief recap as some audio was lost and is irretrievable. At the end of the last episode, the party was taking the drunken priest of the Mother of Twilight to speak with Estrina. In talks to make their way back to the material plane, the party learned more of the world suddenly beginning to turn including threats this would bring to the Shadow Plane, as the light side of the world amidst the Shadow Plane would bear a blinding darkness filled with horrors and chitons. However, Estrina offered her portal mancer to take the party to Shadow Solaria, and then gate them back to the Material Plane using an arc stone. Once they arrived in the sunlight, Shadow was overcome by a fear of the sun's light and heat caused by the trauma of her youth and being burned by the sun as a child. The party quickly made their way to a shady inn, where plans to seek Thawne were discussed. Riley seeks to gain aid from the faithful of his patron deity, and learns of a ward called Brewer's Keep. Close enough to travel to using Truth's magic, and they make some plans to head there before heading to Lee's homeland. Shadow and Truth discuss parting ways and spend time together while Riley and Leaf go out to gather information. While near the docks, Leaf thinks he spies a ship that reminds him of his friend Dimble. In his excitement, he grabs on the box and has him rush toward the dock. However, this causes some chaos and we return now to your regular episode. Welcome to Eterna. Keep your dice rolling, your friends close, your monsters closer, and don't let the old gods bite. This podcast is an Eldritch Dream Games production. A dark fantasy Pathfinder game laced deep with cosmic horror. We'd like to thank our patrons for making these things possible. Brian Bridges, Donald Bewley, Eric S. Pat, Frog Shark, Robin Mims, Thomas Wayne Haley, Rip Rex, and Tim Demuse. We'd also like to honor the memory of Wesley Sullivan. Now, let us listen. Boxen is the town y'all are in, right? Um, yeah, little Boxen port. So saith my notes. Uh, can, can you remember what the fuck I called the place with all the Kate and Kelly and people oh, yeah. that you're heading to. Uh, my notes call it the ward of Brewer's Keep or Brewer's Keep Ward. Yeah. Just uh, at the top, of course, Tracy's not here because she's sick. So uh, she said that Shadow will be cowering in the inn trying to stay out of the sunlight. Sad face. Yes. Big sad face. Hopefully she will be better soon. Mm -hmm. That's where all my life energy is going to that spirit bomb. I'm sorry, Sean. No, that's a more important spirit bomb, please. Okay, so last time on Dungeon Ball Z, sorry, I'm not very high energy today. You had, or rather, Leaf had finally spotted across the across the people of Little Boxen. He had spotted some familiar sails uh, on a small uh, ship. Not not quite a dinghy. Uh, what, what's a little one called? A skiff? Sure. 
let's let's go with skiff um <laughs> or slip slip that's i think that's what they're called slip skiff or skip something one of those it's a little boat little boaty boats <laughs> the um, technical name yeah yeah the super technical name little boaty boat uh <laughs> <laughs> and uh had gotten rather excited hopped up on uh up on box who is not a little and uh began basically charging through the crowd throwing caution to the wind uh and arrived at the you know so the, the cross of the port the uh the beach road as it were um only to have a large group of uh, what appear to be guards uh, running up, uh, shouting with their weapons drawn. Because while Box didn't splat anybody, he did knock a bunch of people out of the way. And you were just charging through at not amazingly safe speeds and through this rather busy street. I assume because uh, your excitement got the better of you. <laughs> Leaf's excitement get the better of him? No, that's ridiculous. And it has never caused trouble ever. <laughs> so, uh, look, one time we got blueberries out of it, so I call that win-win. <laughs> Flawless. Uh. You know they're good for your eyes. Oh, we are educational today. Nice. <laughs> oh, <huh>. <laughs> Hear that, everyone with glasses? Just eat a lot of blueberries and you'll be fine. Your eyes will get better. So says Sean. Hashtag Sean Facts 2020. Here's an old meme. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's a real old meme. I don't even need to watch the video. <laughs> I can basically <laughs> hear it. All right. So... Basically, I would like you, just in case, to go ahead and roll initiative. Just in case, as if I won't beat everyone in this town to death to go find an old friend. That's the most leafy thing you could do. Uh, 17 initiative. He seems less and less like he should have a good up there with his loyalties every time you say something like that. No, it's, but, but like, you know, in, in a good way. <laughs> I'm gonna beat him <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, in the name of good. So it's for the benefit of mankind. Hmm. Uh, should I initiative too? Yes. Okay. We oui, we. Oui. Wow, that's a nineteen. Nineteen. All right. Ten guards. And if we do go into combat, I'll split that up. Tree friend. Oh wow. <laughs> Cooking with Lauren Pepper. <laughs> One of your loyalties is oh wow. Yeah. What the fuck does <laughs> uh makes more sense on a gnome. Uh but you are going first, Riley. I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, that you had kind of grabbed onto the back of of box along with Rousseau as as oh, yeah. we were um, charging <laughs> yeah, along. Yeah. Um so uh, the guards are, are still running through the street behind. What, what, what do you like to do? I think Riley's going to like uh, give a sharp whistle up to Leaf to get his attention to the guard situation. And um, 
if like Leaf glances back or acknowledges the whistle, Riley's gonna hop off to begin um, trying to, <laughs> I guess, settle the situation before it Defuse. gets any worse. Yeah, that's the word I was trying to conceptualize. <laughs> I got you, Doug. Yo. <laughs> All right. So, what does Leaf do? Uh, d- despite my uh, preference, uh, I-, I think he would note uh, the whistle and uh, at least, you know, start paying attention. Maybe like rein in Box's movement a little bit. It's just, uh, uh what? What's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh. I'm I'm sorry, officers. Is something amiss? <laughs> so yeah, so the guards are um, running up. Uh, a lot of them already have uh, swords or crossbows drawn, uh, and they kind of like people are clearing out, you know, because you were charging through. The people at this end of things kind of had a head start on that, uh, and so there's a relatively empty space in the middle of like this bit that's like uh what are they called a uh, seawall um that that's just up before you go down to the piers and docks and uh a, bu- a bunch of guards from behind like the direction you came are already coalesced and uh seeing the ruckus several are coming starting to come from the sides as well and uh a, a slightly older woman uh, comes out at, uh, in um, sort of a, a bit of a lighter armor, but bearing uh, the colors and, and symbology of Abadar, which are pretty common amongst uh, city guards in Solaria. As she steps forward and is just like, and what the hell do you think you're doing? <laughs> Sorry, uh, uh, I, I saw familiar sails and uh, my enthusiasm got the better of me. No need for weapons. And you can't walk through the street like anybody else? I, I assure you, I, I can once we clear this misunderstanding. Yes, you'll have to forgive my companion here. He's awfully excitable. And some of the uh, sights here has him uh, very eager to go see his friends and his ship. Did you say sorry already, Leaf? Right, he just like glances over his shoulder. Sir, twice. Uh, sorry. Riley gestures. Sorry <laughs> doesn't undo damage and scaring people. Sorry doesn't undo breaking the peace. Uh, I, I'm sure uh, w- once we've settled in, I can help make reparations for that. How about you start by making reparations now? You're under arrest. That seems a bit excessive. All, all we did was jog a bit fast. It would be one thing if it was you or you, and she points at Russo, or you, and she points at uh, Riley. But it was that thing, and she points at Box. It's no different than if you were a horse. Uh, he, he just got a little... Uh, uh, and you would be stopped for running a horse through the city as well. No one got hurt. Yeah, it, like if Riley like looks back, is there anything that's like broken or is anyone like dead or in yeah. pain or anything? Uh, there, there's nobody dead. Like there's nobody <laughs> just splattered on the ground. There are a few people who like like dove out of the way and like hit the ground or 
got bumped by box or uh like you don't see any grievous injuries or whatnot but there there's some collateral damage certainly as well as like a couple like little stalls that were like not well placed to stay out of box's way that kind of got knocked around and probably suffered some minor damage and uh the the lady like raises up her hand and she says you can come down here and submit to arrest or we can do this the hard way I mean, he'll he'll hop down, you know, like hands up and say, "I'm I'm sure we can come to a reasonable conclusion here. There's no need for all of these weapons and aggression." I'm sure we can, but until we have you in custody, that can't be guaranteed. <laughs> uh, I, okay, okay. Uh, and uh, so several uh, guards would uh, like put their weapons away and approach uh, though there's still a fair number of crossbows uh, aimed at you and uh, like as a group um, mostly at box though and uh, like so uh, all three of you are approached and um, and uh, they they like start taking your hands and, and putting you in irons or, or shackles, rather. Not iron. Name and badge number. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I'm a if, sovereign citizen. So, um, if, uh, so as they're going to do this and, uh, Leaf like hopped down and he's, you know, taking point and talking, can, um, Riley, uh, try to take the blame for all of this himself? Like, can uh, he, like, say, like, Leaf, you don't you don't need to do this on my behalf and then like step forward and be like honestly if we're going to do this this is my fault I shouldn't have have encouraged the giant tree man to sprint through the crowd so quickly uh you can make a bluff check but um like I'm not even going to make you roll a local you probably know that chances are this isn't going to change their mind now if they find you to be without fault you'll be released relatively soon uh, like, I have a feeling given, like, your, uh, your, your history, like, back, uh, when you were drinking a lot, you probably had a, more than one or two run-ins with, with guards and were, like, thrown in the drunk tank for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you don't feel like these people are unfair. Right. They are just very much, um, about the law and protecting the peace. And, and things like that. Um, there are definitely assholes among them. There are uh, bad people, but given that what appears to be the captain is an Abadarian, you probably feel a little more secure in that um, because there's at least a sort of faith-based reasoning for them to actually be fair. But they're also not just going to let you off the hook. Sure, that makes sense, and that so that helps. It would be a high bluff, <laughs> and if you if you do poorly, uh, they will know that you are lying, which doesn't help your case. So I'll let you think about that before you decide if you're gonna. Oh, I'm one hundred percent gonna do it. I'm totally committed to this <laughs> to okay. this plan. Um, but thanks for clarifying on the guards, because I guess a suspicion of corruption is always you know at the forefront. Right. And of mine. It, it's not a thing that's. Um, that doesn't happen, but it happens a lot less in sort of like groups that are led or have a heavy 
inference of uh of Abadarians among them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna roll that bluff. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. I am also I think I'm also gonna surge on top of that. Okay. Um are we still at a, is it a D6 still for us? Does that change? Uh, let me double check. I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, yes, it's still 1d6. Okay. Ne- next tier, you go up to d8. Gotcha. Okay. Then that brings me to a 29. All right. So let me just... They can't arrest me if I'm a tree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you you feel that um, their attitudes all shift a little bit to where they treat you more as the um, the instigator, but they are still going to arrest the three of you. Um, and they kind of direct the command then at you, Riley, to tell the uh, to tell the tree to to stand down and and follow calmly. And they will keep their weapons trained on box, but they have taken the weapons like away from pointing at the lot of you, basically. Okay. Um, yeah, Riley just uh, shares a glance with Leaf. Then, um, kind of a like, you know, I tried a very soft sh- uh, like shrug, and then he'll uh, just t- kind of call back to box and tell him to uh, <laughs> relax. It seems like we're gonna go with these fine people for a little bit. Um. Leaf will translate for Box and uh, I, I guess turn to, to Russo and uh, say it, it, it seems we, we might be a little indisposed at the moment. Uh, there's a ship and he points. Oh, no, Russo, Russo's arrested as well. Oh, they okay. Don't, you they don't have shackles big enough for Box. Oh, okay, my bad. Um, dang. <laughs> he, he he looks kind of dejected. He's just like, <sighs> uh, could I just uh, knock on this one boat here just to let them know I'm in town? <laughs> I, I get that that's a strange request, but uh, it, it it would be a major. Um, it would be a terrible uh, loss if if he were to leave port before we had a chance to say hi. No, but I can send somebody a message. Your name? Uh, Leaf Goldthrush. Very well. And she like nods to uh to somebody beside her, and they'll head down the the dock. The the this boat way. with the rainbow sails. Thank you. <clears throat> and and, uh, and uh, he he nods as as you go all all past. Um, <laughs> and you're led back up the street uh, as like people are like kind of moving, giving you looks and stuff. Not like you're some sort of fucking monster or anything, although some of them do seem to be a little more afraid of box at this point. Um, but more like like you're, you know, a, a major public annoyance. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, wow. I've never been under arrest before. You menace. Uh, <laughs> Riley's just like, oh, it feels like I'm right back at home. <laughs> this is great. It's like I never left at all. <laughs> but uh, basically... Uh, just, just for the sake of this not being particularly problematic or time-consuming, you're taken in. You're questioned. They take your information. Are any of you going to lie about who you are? No. 
God, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, he would probably just be like, well, uh, if, if you could, just not tell anyone that I'm here. <laughs> you know, suspiciously. diplomacy check with that. One, two, skadoosh. That's a 16. And why would I do that? Uh, I would prefer it if m- my... <sighs> I have rough relations with my my family, and I would prefer it if they didn't know I was back in in the uh, region. Yeah, I'm gonna roll a die right quick. That's a good roll. <laughs> All right. I can't stop people from coming to check public records, but I'm not going to go out of my way to state that you were here. I appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, so, with that, um, basically, uh, you're not going to be slapped with jail time it's considered a, a like a basic civil offense uh that there's overwhelming evidence that you committed <laughs> um so you're going to be slapped with a fine of like 20 gold yeah okay and, just a flat 20 gold yeah i mean that's combined uh for okay. for everybody technically it's a little more on leaf's end because uh it is clear that box is um his companion and okay. he's effectively um, charged for um, mishandling mis- mishandling a strange creature. Riley will cover the whole thing. Don't worry about it. No. 20 gold out of my inventory already. Then then we're going to have to pay twice the fine because Leaf is also paying it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Truly, it's, it's, it's my fault. We both slap 20 gold pieces onto the counter at the exact same time and turn without acknowledging that the other has paid. And we... <laughs> like one of them would definitely speak up and be like, uh, th- this is this is 40 gold. If we Okay, then if we do that, humor ensues. We can each pay 10 then. Why don't we just meet in the middle? Fine. All right. But I'm buying you uh, dinner. Yes, you are. <laughs> all right so the whole ordeal takes about 45 minutes um you're each 10 gold shorter yep. um so seems annoyed but <laughs> otherwise you know not not too perturbed um you are instructed that um should should such another such should such a thing happen again uh, they will be as- effectively kind of like pounding box, and uh, oh. a- a- and they will be locking him up uh, as as a as a civic threat. Fun, a- and you will be fined more. So, oh, oh boy, they, time to go sprint to back control. down to the dock. Yeah, they, they tell you to keep control of your creature, as they put it. Politely noted. <laughs> And so, back down to the docks you go. We run. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we fly. <laughs> if you have the means. I do. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> well, you, can, you can do you and one other person, I think. Yeah. Yours. Burrowed directly through the floor of the jail. That's going to get you in trouble. Um, which you never even went in a cell, like. Like yeah. this was all like paperwork <laughs> and the fucking uh, extortion is what it is. No ex- extortion <laughs> is is if they were like, <laughs> and if you don't come back and 
and pay us 20 more gold, we're gonna stab your fucking animal. So. <laughs> but, uh... So, uh, you head back down to the dock. The boat is still there. Um... And it's just bobbing gently with the waves uh, off on the pier. He's like not running, but he's obviously doing that like speedy, like granny walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that white person trying to walk in front of a car. Uh, speed yeah. Walk. Like just, you're you're already walking at a comfortably fast speed, but somebody's like a little slow, and so you have to go uncomfortably fast. To like and go around them, lean forward so you feel faster, mm-hmm. <laughs> more aerodynamic. <laughs> so you put your arms behind you and start Naruto walking. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be uh, Riley running now. That's the new <laughs> Naruto running. Great, good. I love it. She'd be Shadow running because she's twice as fast as Riley. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, on our walk back to the port, can maybe Riley either in game or me just out of game <laughs> clarify the ship that Leaf saw? Is that Thon's ship or is that a completely different thing that Riley has no idea what it has? I'm sorry. It's a completely different thing that you have no idea what it is. Then Riley is definitely going to ask about why uh, Leaf got so, oh wow, about the ship. Oh, and, I think he, it was cool. Just just gives you like a little clap on the shoulder and he says, Oh, that's that's Dimble's ship. You are gonna love him. He is the best. Uh old friend of mine. I haven't seen him in so long. And uh I I may have been a bit overcome with excitement. You? No. Impossible. <laughs> no, uh he's he's a little on the short side, but I, I'm I'm sure you'll be able to see him once uh if if he's above deck. And oh, uh, how short is he? He's not a quarterling, is he? <laughs> and, you know, uh, he, he just kind of gives you a little little chuckle and keeps walking, you know. Ah, and then Riley leans over to Russo and goes, I have no idea what that means. What do you, do you, is he a quarterling? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. So, like, just as you're about to enter that that place where you got stopped before, you're like, hey, buddy. Uh, and you turn around. Somebody's just giving you the finger. <laughs> just like a random citizen like some dude standing next to like a little a little stall I was like that oh uh, peace among worlds very, to you too very crooked earlier uh, <laughs> <laughs> Riley gives a polite wave a, a queen's wave <laughs> if you will <laughs> so uh, you make it yeah <laughs> <laughs> no you know what you said this guy standing by a stall yeah what, what is he selling something i selling fish uh riley's not gonna be a dick uh, obviously we've seemed to upset this man i got you know what riley's gonna go buy some fish from just like he's gonna really quickly depart from leaf and russo and just like hop over and uh <laughs> you know, small talk. Apologies for earlier. Why don't I buy some of your fish from you, sir? Right, make, make a diplomacy. Yeah. I, I thought about it and I was like, there's no huge reason to be a huge dick about this. <laughs> uh, that's a lot. That's a 33. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you, you kind of, you know, 
get him to a more improved state. Sorry. You get him to a more improved state of, of attitude towards you and he'll sell you some fish. Yeah. Uh, he's not giving you any discounts, but that's fine. Um, I'm going to tip him a little bit anyways for the okay. trouble. Yeah. So, uh, probably like a, what feels like a more than reasonable amount of fish, uh, will cost you about three silver and then you can tip him whatever you'd like. Yeah. So then I'll, um, let's see how much money the old Riley has. Uh, three silver. Riley conveniently has seven silver pieces in this pocket, so I guess they're all they all belong to this dude now. <laughs> uh, he thanks you, and uh, and 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 uh, put puts them all in his little lockbox under the counter. And uh, yeah, you can you can see that like his his little uh thing is dinged up, and you can see that some of the fish uh are like kind of bruised um that are that are hung up now so um you you still get like a like probably good like probably like two or three days worth of meals uh and fish for the group um assuming it's not just eaten absolutely by itself (laughs) yeah well i'll probably give it to leaf and see if he wants to cook something maybe for uh, his uh old friend but yeah, Riley will take like the sack of fish as a run to rejoin the group. Okay. Give me one minute. Somebody's knocking at the door. Okay. Leaf, fill the, or leaf, hats, fill the dead air. <laughs> uh, yep. What do we do with a drunken sailor? What do we do with a drunken <laughs> sailor? Um, nice. Yeah, I don't know. You're going to, mm-hmm. you're going to like Dembo. He's a good guy. Yeah. And been friends with him for a long time and mm-hmm. haven't seen him in forever. We used to travel quite a bit, you know, back whenever I, I was learning how to do some of the things that we do, uh, although, you know, much less godly back then, I think. Uh, ah, basic adventuring. Yeah. Great. Well, does he like fish? Uh, I imagine so. Riley nods and holds up the sack of fish he bought. <laughs> <laughs> I've purchased some. <laughs> well, ma'am. Yeah. Oh, good. Gray Malkins here too. <laughs> you know, I'm just thinking about it. Has Leaf ever mentioned where he's like actually from before? Mm-hmm. I think he's mentioned that he's probably from the light side of the world, but nothing right. specific. And that is intentionally. Yeah, well, I, on this incredibly long walk we have to this dude's ship, um, since you mentioned, since Leaf mentions having like traveled with Dimble in uh, like the early adventuring days, pre-level one days, even um, that that probably sparks a question in Riley, where he's like, "So are the two of you like native to this particular region, or do you come from somewhere else?" Uh well. We've spent a lot of time going back and forth, and I, I can't speak to uh, where Timbal himself is from, uh, but I, I can say that I'm I'm not too or my hometown <laughs> is not too far from here. But it's it's been quite some time since I've been there. I, I feel more at home on the road these days, at least. Is that implying that you're not native to Solaria then? Uh, no, I'm d- definitely native to Solaria. Towards um, 
the the outskirts, I suppose. Oh, and all this time we've shared that in common, and I hadn't even realized. Well, uh, I'm. It's it's a bit of a tender subject. Yeah, Leaf's um, Leaf's home is on a border forest between uh, Solaria and Celestia. Thanks for clarifying, God. And Riley gives a thumb up to the sky. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, if you mentioned that it's kind of a tender subject for you, Riley will just nod and um, he'll say, "Well, that's more than enough. I won't press you any further." Plus, we seem to be here conveniently. Okay, so you make it to the end of the pier, uh, where the little boat, little boaty boat, yeah. is, <clears throat> and you can see uh, that the, the the boat seems, or at least the top deck seems uninhabited. Uh, but there is like the gangplanker. I think that's yeah. what it's called, the the little walkie bit and, uh, you know, is is out onto the um, onto the pier. And uh, now now that we're like closer to the boat, like I, I guess he's he's just gonna double check before he makes an ass of himself, make sure that you know everything checks out. This definitely looks like Dimble's boat. Yeah, it, it definitely does. Like it, it would be hard to mistake. Um, then I, I think he's just gonna traipse across this gangplank and uh, try and find, you know, the the hatcher or the door to go below deck. Oh, okay. I mean, he's gonna like, you know, if it's a hatch, he's gonna, you know, tap his foot on it, or if it's a door, he's gonna knock on it. There's like a little um, raised bit where, uh, like, there's almost like a little roof and stuff. It's it's basically a a slightly retrofitted um, fishing boat, basically. Um, so it has like a cabin and and a hold. It's just not a very big boat. Um, do you uh, follow him, Riley? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm assuming Box isn't going to. I don't know if Russo wants to hang out with Box or also kind of follow along. Riley's going to leave that up to him. Uh, Russo will, will go with the with the rest of you, and uh, yeah. the boat will start tipping as <laughs> Box tries to get on. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, Box. Uh, this this is a bit of a tiny boat. You may want to stay back on the dock. Uh, I'll see if I can get Dimble out topside so you can say hi. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, oh well. If you're gonna go fetch Dimble, <laughs> like he's an object, and bring him up, then uh, we can we can wait with Box so that he's not just standing out there alone. Unless you think it's gonna be a trap or something. Uh, not typically. <laughs> well, so then I, I think uh, realizing kind of how small the boat is, and that maybe Box shouldn't just be like left alone considering what just happened Riley will probably say why don't you go meet with your friends and um, if something bad happens just scream otherwise we'll wait with Box uh, that will work as he steps into the lower quarters one of his sisters comes from behind with a with a uh, covered in ether 
a dirty shiv. But but like truth truth be told, he was just gonna like walk into that doorway and like bang with the heel of his hand on it. Say, uh, anybody home? Uh, You do not get a response, and the uh, the little cabin sounds pretty quiet. Like there's there's no one here. Um, And you figure most likely then Dimble is probably disembarked. Mm -hmm. Uh, Though you don't see like the place isn't locked up or anything uh, and it does it does have a door. So um, you imagine he wasn't going out for long. Hmm. Go ahead and uh, everybody make perceptions. (laughs) Quick, let's wrap (laughs) up. All right, perception check to see all the loot he has on the boat that we're totally going to steal. 34. Oh, 19, which I think is better than the 34. I'll have to consult some scientists, but I think so. There is a very, very thick book called the Principia de Mathematica that explains why math works the way it is. And Riley, make an intelligence check. Take it for granted. <laughs> no, I refuse. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So, uh, Leaf, I think the first thing you would notice before uh, turning your attention to what's coming next is uh, that there are, um, that it's a little cool in here and it smells a little fishy in here, but you don't see much else or well, you don't see anything uh, in terms of food, honestly, and you don't smell much else in terms of food. Despite there being like a little kitchenette uh, sort of thing, sort of haphazardly built into the to the side there with a little little iron uh, stovepipe sort of thing. And uh, you would hear uh, with your very high perception, as well as those on the dock hearing, uh, hey, hey, you get out of my boat. Hey, <laughs> and a little gnome running up the up the dock uh and as you're kind of like you're on the the far side of the cabin from him leaf he doesn't see you and he doesn't recognize box in the state he's in um so dimble comes running up and and, uh he like he's got like a big sort of cloth sack that is full of like like produce sticking out of it and he like runs by and there's just sort of like a it's like a push-off stick for boats but uh he, he kind of picks it up <laughs> and is running straight at you riley he's like get off my boat <laughs> <laughs> and uh he's, he's gonna charge you so roll initiative okay <laughs> <laughs> oh man 21 it's a net one for a total of seven Jeez. All right. So, uh, Riley, you do technically get to go first during this. <laughs> uh, I am counting it as a surprise round, so you get uh, uh, up to your point. So you you get a you get an action. Right. Right. I, I think um, so. Like seeing this transpire, Riley just like smirks a little bit. Um, I, I Riley regardless of how I play him, is a smart guy and picks up on a lot of things. So I, I think he pieces together that this is probably the guy that Leaf's looking for. Um, I don't want... He doesn't want to draw his weapon on a potential friend of Leaf's. So I, I think um, full defense is a standard action, right? 
Yeah. So yeah. you can fall once. Yeah, he'll just brace himself to avoid the blow. And, okay. Uh, <laughs> Um, he'll probably also say, uh, call out for, uh, Leaf to get topside. <laughs> uh, and like, you say, you say, uh, like, Leaf, get out of here, or whatever you're mm -hmm. gonna say. Yeah. And, uh, and, and like, he hesitates, like, he slows down and skids to a stop. Like, the thing was, like, swung back already. It was, like, coming at you, coming at you but, like, he, he skids to a stop. Uh, Leaf, go ahead. Uh, yeah, then I, I think he'll he'll just kind of like, you know, leverage himself around the, the door frame with a broad smile on his face, even hearing, you know, like the, the vague aggressions from the little guy out there. And uh, he'll, he'll say, you know, um, is that an angry badger I hear outside? <laughs> and, you know, just <laughs> just come stomping out with his arms out. Nine hells leaf. I, I'm not <laughs> sure. His anger turn, turns to a big smile, and he'll like, like, turn, kind of like carrying the momentum that he partially stopped, and like turn and just like jump over the gangplank, and uh, drop his shit on the on the dock, and like leap into a hug on you. Yeah, it, it, you know, when whenever like a, a jumbo uncle picks up like a <laughs> tiny mini like niece or nephew, and just like shakes them a little bit in the full hug. Uh, and he'll say, uh, it's, it's been too long, Dimple, and uh, I figured I'd hire a couple thugs to plant some fish on your boat for the occasion. Uh, this is Riley, and, you know, he'll place his friend back on the ground. Uh, this is Riley, and this is Russo, and I, I think you, uh, rec you might not recognize Box as he's grown quite a bit. And, you know, broad gestures off toward the dock. Oh, well... Sorry, I was about to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Riley laughs and says, "Oh, don't worry. I'm just glad you came to your senses before you actually did." <laughs> and uh, Leaf, you would definitely notice that Gimbal's changed a bit too. He's got a couple of, you know, like pale streaks in his hair. They're not like super worrying or anything. Uh, just just a few strands that uh, catch your eye. Uh, he's a lot shaggier than he used to be. Uh, he used to be uh, pretty well-shaven, uh, maybe a groomed beard or something, if uh, that's how you prefer his his old look to be. But uh, <laughs> he, he's definitely got, like, sort of a mariner's beard now uh, and bigger, bushier eyebrows. While, while the top of his hair is, is cut to a sort of a, a medium cut and, and slicked back, the, the rest of his hair is a bit wild. Um... <clears throat> And uh, he just says, oh, ooh, uh, give me a minute. And he runs back onto the thing, makes a hard left, like right at Riley and, and goes and puts the stick back. <laughs> uh, he, he comes back. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. And he holds up a hand to each you and uh, Riley and Russo. And yeah, uh, and Russo's like, good to meet you. Yeah, friendly handshake. And Riley will say, uh, Leaf's introduction to me was awfully brief. Um, my name is a lot longer than what he let on, but we'll save that for maybe drinks this evening. That sounds good. That sounds good. Box, you got big and and hunched and quadrupedal. <laughs> That's weird. And Box like scoops him up and uh, and uh, like kind of like nuzzles him and is like, like damn boy. <laughs> 
And he like turns around to Leaf and he's just like, he said my name. Uh, so we've all been learning quite a bit out on the road. Uh, his vocabulary has been getting better for sure. And, and he like hugs boxes, big plate face. And, uh, <clears throat> uh, and then Bo- Box will put him down. And it's just like, well, I didn't expect to see you anytime soon. It's, uh, it's good. To, I gotta say, it's good to see you. The the feeling's mutual. Uh, I, I can say I'd hope to see you, but I never thought I'd have the fortune to have it happen so quickly. We've uh, come quite a way. Yeah, what's it been? 20 years? 30? Uh, I, I think that book's collected enough dust I've stopped counting. Fair enough. I uh, can't exactly say I ever started. <laughs> so you're you're looking well, uh, and you know he he just gives him like a funny little tap against his his midsection and say, "Looks like you've been eating well." Oh yeah, plenty of fish in the sea, and <clears throat> I make enough off of it that I can afford you know other things. And uh, speaking of which, and he goes and he's like scooping up all like the produce that's rolling around the fucking deck. Oh yeah, Riley will help him pick pick up that stuff, or will have been in the process of like picking it up while they were talking. Thank you, thank you. And uh, and he'll he'll uh, be like, so <clears throat> what brings you my way? Is it just happenstance passing through, happen to see the boat? Uh, uh, as he's like taking his stuff back inside, it's just kind of shouting out uh, a bit of a concordance of purpose. Um... I'm sure you're aware of all the awfulness that's happening out in the world lately. Oh, yeah. Things going south all over the place. You should see the Western Ridge. Like, the border between Helios and Solaria is all torn up. There's some really bad damage out that way. And uh, I think probably at this point, he, he like, kneels to get more and onto eye level with his friend. And uh, he'll, he'll say, no... This may sound a bit crazy, but I, I think uh, we, uh, my, myself and, and Riley and one of our other companions uh, may have found a way to maybe fix this, these, these creatures and all the awfulness that's running amok through the world. Um, and that's somewhat what's brought us here. Uh, we're actually chasing my brother Thon as, as a part of this. Oh. And... Um, would he have happened to have been with your sisters? Uh, it's, it's certainly possible they were traveling together. I, I heard they had reached out to him, uh, back on the dark side of the world and convinced him to head home. And so I, I seen him then. I, okay. To be fair, I don't know a hundred percent that they were your sisters, but they look a lot like you and they were twins and they seem to have sticks up their asses. You know, and that pretty much fits the description you gave me. Even after all these years, did they look well? Uh, they looked healthy. They looked, um, I guess you could say directed. And they were obviously had somewhere to go. <clears throat> and there was a half elf that a uh, little bit older, although I guess that's not necessarily older, to be fair. But anyway, um, he... Uh, he was with them, and so when you mentioned your your brother, you know, that came to mind. That sounds about right for the rest of my siblings. 
<sighs> okay. Well, uh, and he just kind of like glances in, in Riley's direction. Well, I suppose that uh, gives us a bit of direction. Uh, we're a bit late to actually catch up to, to Thon. But I, I might know where where they're headed. Uh, but but yes, um, I, I had hoped to, to see you. I had heard you had traveled down this way. Uh, oh yeah, I crossed the seas back and forth catching rare and expensive fish. So you fancy yourself quite the angler after all these years? Yeah, I've found some good spaces out there in the glowing sea that, oh, you can catch some stuff out there that you can't catch anywhere else. Well, then I, I suppose maybe this uh, this bag of fish that we've brought might seem a bit paltry, but, uh, you know, I, I suppose we can cook that up later. Uh, Absolutely. Always good to have an extra meal on the boat. Oh. <sighs> I'm afraid my kitchen's not really set for cooking for a large group of people, though. Uh, and, I, and like he regards the like little uh, <laughs> oven and stove combo sort of thing he's got. Then maybe we we might stop by uh, one of the taverns and uh, treat ourselves to someone else's cooking for once. Sure doesn't hurt. Well, uh, it, it's good to see you, old friend. It's good to see you too. It's been too long. Yeah, we've, uh, I've, I've got quite a few stories that I've collected uh, since we last saw each other. Oh, uh, same here. Same here. Have you happened to run into any of the new Partesians out there? I, I don't think so. I, I don't recall. Oh, it's a shame. Have they been flying yeah. the old flag? Oh uh, yeah, they still have all the same symbols and everything. It's much wide, much more widespread though. Not exactly a, a world organization or anything like that. Still uh, running for the old cause, helping people. Yeah, still <laughs> kind of mercenaries, though. You know how it is. How many are you up to nowadays? Uh, I haven't been keeping track. There's new people for that. I'm retired. But uh, had, last time I went to one of the gatherings, there were a good at least 40 people there. Wow. <laughs> That's uh, ins insane considering the old days, just a handful of us. Yeah, I guess the stories got around and people finally wanted to pick up the flag. Well, a, a bit of flash, a little bit of uh, pizzazz and uh, charismatic figurehead. You know, he just kind of gestures to him. Uh, I, I can't imagine why. <laughs> uh I haven't had much flash or pizzazz in the last few years. Uh, maybe a little more than a few. But, uh... I, I did get a cat. <laughs> <laughs> we have one of those as well. Uh, I, I don't know if you've noticed, but I, I've started flying a, a new flag more recently, and he just kind of, like, grabs the edge of his cloak and hauls it around. It's the uh, Riley Morheim Guild. Oh, is is he's like turns Riley? Is that you? <laughs> yes, that would be me, which you would know if Leaf said my full name and title and all of that initially. But that's okay. I'm not sure I've got the breath in my body to go through that. Uh, it it entire... can take a lot out of you. I understand. It takes a lot of practice. Well, I guess from one ex guild leader to uh, a new guild leader, welcome. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I've uh, gathered through listening. Um, the Partisians, you say? Yes, yes. I've. We were a good group of friends back in the day. 
not very many of us, not everyone stuck around forever. And well, and like his, his, his big smile kind of fades to a more, uh, a more wistful one. And like, oh, there's two of us of the old group left. And he kind of pats Leaf on the leg. And the memories. <clears throat> lots of those. Yes, lots of memories. Well, there may only be two left, but legends are eternal. And memories can help uh, fill the spaces left where bodies can't anymore. He, he, he gives sort of a... Um, a uh, I, I guess it's still kind of wistful, but he gives you a smile and a nod. And it's like, oh, the new Partisians, they don't exactly fall into the same line as we do, but there's a lot of that same sort of sense of community and family between everyone. So maybe as a whole, they don't come together in that way, but each individual group seems to. Are they based in this region? I definitely say there's more of them in Solaria than anywhere else but they do spread out a lot. Uh, I took a group over probably four or five years ago to uh, Storm Bluff and another group about three years ago and they're probably in the, uh, in the Broken Spines by now, but. Wow. Well, uh, let's, let's get somewhere a bit more comfortable. I, I'm, I'm sure. Uh you'd like to put uh, this produce down and uh you know take a seat uh, oh he's already like taken his bag inside and and like dumped it in a in a corner basically <laughs> <laughs> and uh and and like re-emerged to continue talking oh uh, yes please where are my manners come in come in i am afraid i don't have too much sitting space uh, but uh definitely just enough at least and you can tell that everything in in this cabin's really for a gnome but he he can manage like a couple of like workbenches that can kind of be repurposed to stools for y'all and stuff. Well, this is Gray Malkin. <laughs> oh, uh, he like he like clicks. He's like, and uh, a a a slender sort of uh, sort of tabby cat will uh, make their way up out of out of the hold and, and into the. Uh, cabin. Uh, <clears throat> and this is fish. <laughs> <laughs> Riley get like a short chuckle out of that. Oh, what an amazing name for a cat. Uh, yeah. Well, he keeps them safe and keeps the rats out. So that's really all I ask. And he seems plenty content with what I feed him. And uh, I just kneel down and say, hi, fish. My name is Leaf. <laughs> he like comes up and he like sniffs your hand, kind of like bunts against it for a second and then like kind of just turns around and sticks his butt at your face. <laughs> I give the cat scritches. Fine. Keep your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You can talk to animals. It's uh, <laughs> uh, uh, just like. <laughs> not fishy enough as he's like smelling your hands but oh well and he like rubs his face on you just like and then he like like turns his ass towards you and it's just like nice to meet you <laughs> <laughs> so, well he's certainly friendly 
<clears throat> so uh, we've we've got so many stories to tell you. Uh, where do I begin? Uh, I, I think we originally met that the what was it? The five of us uh, back in Storm Bluff, just for s some simple jobs, um, clearing out rodents, and now here we are fighting dragons and. Uh, roaming the countryside to save the world. Uh, it's It's been very serious last couple years. There were six of y'all in Stormbluff. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, re-say all of that. But say the correct <laughs> number of people. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It was, just, it, was, it was six people. We, yes. we can, we can post-fact correct it. Um, like, well, uh, I guess, sorry I wasn't in part at the time, but uh, glad you made some new friends and things you found a new guild. Uh, and yeah. I I take it this was before everything happened. Uh, yeah, it, it pretty much coincided a lot of things. We were there for some of the cities being taken and uh, have, have, it's it's been a wild uh, few months. <laughs> and it has. It's really hard to get into Stormbluff's port these days. They don't let just anybody in anymore. If I hadn't had some really weird shit that I caught out in the glowing sea, they probably wouldn't let me in at all. Sometimes uh, people approach me looking for passage, and I'm more than happy to oblige, especially if it ends up with a little extra coin in my pocket. Uh, we've been traveling these last few months uh, with a, a lumber caravan. Uh, I'm not sure if, if we've ever passed near the Black Keep uh, back in the old days, but we've managed to take that from the ghosts. And uh, last we saw, it was a refugee camp. Well, reclaiming things from the undead's always good. And like you can, you can sort of like feel a twinge uh, in that statement. Oh, I, I think at this point or around this time, Riley's going to like. Uh, fish out the he has a wooden amulet with the uh, dagger and a hand that's missing a finger from when he um, it was the gift he got from the uh, five finger fillet thing he did with a ghost so he'll just kind of interject that story <laughs> into the conversation at this point yeah because uh, Leaf made you that little uh, that little thing the hey. trinket yeah with the removable pinky <laughs> But you still have a scar, but your finger works. Oh, yeah. Well, Riley has, you know, a handful of scars, so it makes him look cool. It's one of the only scars that goes all the way around, though. <laughs> makes him look even cooler. <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. That, I mean, that was pretty much it. He'll even uh, I think he even still has the dagger in his wrist sheath. He can just kind of flash to. Uh, I believe so. I think you let somebody borrow it at a certain point, but I probably got it back. Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, I think you let uh, Shadow borrow it during the Cursefell fight. Sounds about right. Uh, but yeah, you'd have definitely gotten it back and uh, can show that off. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Dimble would like, um, he'd like, if you handed it to him, he'd, Lift it up. You'd see him cast a spell, which might be a surprise to you. It's it's obviously not to uh to to Leaf, because Leaf knows uh he's a caster. 
Yeah, it is pretty basic enchantment, but uh, looks oddly natural. Yes. Oh, I've come to think of it. I think I've hardly used it. I'm more of a rapier man myself, uh, as you can see. He just kind of gestures to the two rapiers, you know, at his side. Um, so unfortunately, the dagger doesn't get as much use. I usually just carry it as backup and for when I tell this tale. Right, it's always good to have something like that on you. I usually make up for it by uh, calling on some help. Well, speaking of, uh, I'm no wizard myself, but I can tell a spell when it's being cast right in front of me. Um, if you don't mind me asking about your particular brand of capabilities, sir. Uh, I uh, I studied Fable Mastery. Um, I'm a form of summoner, I guess you would say. Yeah. It's been a while since I've used it much, though. A bit out of practice. Not much use for it on the high seas unless something comes up that you really don't want to fuck with you. So I, the, the question I would like to ask is, is Riley familiar with what that is? What is it, a Fable Master? That's yes. uh, the official title of the archetype, yeah. right? Yes. yes. Uh, you can make an Arcana check. I have that. A little bit of that. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, a dirty, filthy 20. Okay, so you wouldn't know what Fable Mastery is. It's a um, sort of weird niche of magic between traditional uh, summoner focus and sort of a bardic heraldry. And it they don't call necessarily on beings from like other um like traditional planes rather um rather they call on entities from stories tales and legends uh, and give them form and there's a lot of theories as to why the hell that works but uh none of them have been expressly proven interesting Cool. Yeah. Uh, and like, Sean, if I wanted to, like, play this archetype in a home game of Pathfinder, where would I find the information for it? Um, currently, uh, it's available on SoNerdware.com and will soon be on Itch.io as well. Uh, there will be links in the description by the time this comes out. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a first edition on Unchained Summoner archetype. Yeah. Next time I play a summoner, I'm going to tell you what, 100% looking at this archetype. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's um, three basic uh, types of summons you can do with it. You can do uh, you can do heroes, you can do beasts, and you can do villains. And uh, like, generally speaking, a beast doesn't have to like be like an animal or a dragon or something. It can be, but it doesn't have to be. Ultimately... Heroes are a sort of good-aligned-esque summon. Beasts are neutral, villains are evil. They each have their own, like, shtick, basically. It all sounds thematic in design. Yee. Sick. I almost want to pick a fight with him to see what he can do in action. Yeah, uh, Riley kicks him in the face. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, I, I think y'all are the same level and your Mythic 3. Yeah, uh, well... Oh, Russo could fight oh, him. He's a, he's a level lower. <laughs> yeah, Russo could fight him. That's fine. 
No worries. Oh yeah, he might kick Russo's ass. Yeah. Good, good. <laughs> That's the Eterna content everyone wants. It's like NPC fighting NPC. It's just mm. Sean rolling against himself for 45 minutes. Right. Uh, good stuff. Great. <laughs> I mean, that's if it's a fair fight. If it's not a fair fight, Gimbal's yeah. going to win. Yeah. Like, Gimbal's going to go, old person. Yeah. <laughs> I win. Yeah, that's pretty much how that works. Uh, but yeah, so um, his, his hero is a... Uh, is sort of this uh, idealized pirate. Uh, so he like you would notice like a, a weapon that's too large for Gimbal to meaningfully wield like over in the corner, uh, and that likely belongs to his uh, his summon. Ah, uh, his summon. Okay. Yeah. Makeup. So then like Riley just like looks around the room and slowly pieces everything together, like his gaze setting on the weapon and then going, "Oh, I see. Yes, this makes sense." So. uh... You mentioned something about being able to fix everything that's going on. Uh, I, I think so. Um, I, I know we've seen quite a lot together over the years, but uh, it's no joke when I say this is going to sound crazier than most of it combined. Uh, and no, he, he starts off by like putting his silver hand on the table and... Uh, we may or may not have been contacted by the gods. And, you know, I, I guess he, 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 he gets that little pause there for effect. And then he, he just, you know, word vomits. And he's like, well, uh, you know, Riley's with, um, was it Caden Callian? And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I spoke with the first tree and... He's way different looking than I would have suspected initially going into the, the way of the green, uh, but very imposing, you know, uh, very spiritual experience. Um, while th those giant monsters were attacking the cities, we got called up into the sky to speak with the gods. The gods told us that we had to uh, go find these spires and bring these totems to them, and then it'll reset the world and fixed according to whoever gets there first. And so that's that's what we're doing. Uh, the, the only guidance we have is that we're supposed to look into our past uh, for clues as to where to find the totems and uh, to then take them to the spire. But we've run into uh, horrible people following Zon Kuthan or uh, I, I, I think there, there was some hints of someone traveling around in Rovacug's name and he like, you know, puts a knuckle to his forehead and he says, may he never return. And uh, so, so that's, that's I like uh, <clears throat> Dimble like spit when you mention Rovagug, like just like on the floor. Yeah. Um, and uh, he says, so uh, that in, in addition to Thon's well-being is uh, why I, I currently have my heading uh, pointed directly at the lion's den. So you're thinking about going back home then? Uh, I, I think that for everyone's sake, I have to. <laughs> Where else could such a totem be? Something, uh, something with that much weight? That's definitely a good question. And, you know, maybe I can dig up some information for you. Go contact some other Partisians. I know there have been some more, uh, some more contracts headed out that way. You see them from time to time. 
Okay, yeah, that that would be great. Uh, we could certainly use all the help we can get. All right. Well, uh, let's have dinner tonight, and uh, and I can go asking around tomorrow. It's probably gonna start getting late soon for most people, anyway. I don't necessarily adhere to the same schedule being out on the ocean all the time. I kind of just wake up when I wake up. But uh, a lot of people around here, they adhere to the clocks, you know? Well, you certainly are in those freedoms. Yeah, well, it gets difficult, you know, to tell time. And there's nothing else around. And uh, I, I, I thought I... Uh showed you how to use the the sun and the stars to tell time we'll have to go back over it doesn't work son of a bitch <laughs> got him Damn. edit that out we're gonna have to bleep that whole whole bit no make it louder make him look like a fool <laughs> i don't think i'm ever gonna get used to that well i mean you won't have to for much longer the world started turning yeah, my my lobes are set in one particular way, and they won't let me think elsewhere. Yeah, apologies. Yeah, ha- having a um, having a geo locked world is at times confusing. Mm-hmm. But uh, or geosynchronous? No, that's not it either. Tidal locked—that's the term. And you know, I mean, time stone will will keep for a little while, but they eventually desync, and well, then they're no use. But I think, uh, I think, unless you have anything else in particular you'd like to talk to him about, uh, y'all can go have dinner. Um, whether that's at the inn, whether you have him cook something up here, or you go to a different like tavern or pub or something like that. Probably find like a tavern, get like a private table, and order some food. Yeah, and like you catch up, tell stories, share your adventures and whatnot. Um, for the most part, his life has been that of a, basically that of a fisherman. Uh, definitely one that, that's had some adventures in fishing, but not one that, like, is quite as dense or, uh, exciting as that of an actual adventurer. Um, but yes, like, after dinner, he, you know, he's gonna go sleep on his ship, and you go to get rest uh wherever you may lay your head uh and the next day he'll come around uh probably later in the day having gathered some information nice so good news i hope well i mean this mess this this information's a bit broken but maybe some of it'll be useful to you so hear about Eight years ago, there started being more and more uh, contracts to go up kind of where we found you, both in and around the forest. Of course, at this point, everybody knows that it's not the best idea to go up there. So not everybody agrees, but some people can't, you know, turn down that kind of cash once it goes up. But uh, besides the undead running around and stuff, because that's still a problem up there. Uh, they think it's, um, something up in the mountains doing it just past the woods. But, uh, that aside, they actually started getting here maybe five years ago. We actually started getting requests 
from the Enclave. Well, not us specifically, like they're sending out people to request help. Although they're pretty staunchly uh, anti-non-elf in terms of asking for help. And suddenly I'm a lot older and my voice is gravelly. Are you aging as you speak? Do you need a walker, sir? Because <laughs> uh, the DM's throat. Um, Dimble smoked a pack of cigarettes before he went to go meet us. Um, and then, you know, uh, you know, that's weird because we've, you know, you, of course, know. You're the one who told us that they're not exactly uh, accepting of others um, coming up there, outsiders, even other elves. But um, they seemed to be needing help with something. They're all pretty hush-hush, but it looked like they were in need of warriors of some kind for a dangerous mission. But they were offering a lot of valuables uh, of course, I don't suppose they do much coin trade, but uh, magical items, uh, healing, uh, you know, admission, things like that. And the thing is, those requests haven't really stopped. They don't refresh often, but it doesn't seem like anybody's really taken up the offer. Or if they have, they didn't turn out so well. A lot of people... Uh, in the Partesians seem to treat him with some suspicion because at least a few say that they know that there have been people who've, you know, taken the call and just never came back. Dire times on both ends. Yeah, but see, I, I can't, suppose I can't blame folks for not wanting to walk into a trap given their reputation. Right. Now, that being said, some of our people have actually kind of gotten close enough to be allowed to go through the woods without being interfered with uh, while not directly you know engaging in this job and they've given me some advice and I think between you and me that maybe we could get in there even though you know you've got humans and stuff with you okay yeah I, I, I suppose uh it would be foolish to think I, I could uh, spare my companions the experience. Well, I mean, if you think you can get in by yourself and get out, but I'm going to guess, you know, if a party of four went in and didn't come out, going in by yourself's not a good idea. Agreed. Not to mention, there's a theory that the whole thing's a trap anyway, and that they're just having people go up there to either entrap them or kill them and uh if that's the case then they'll have to answer for that that can't be allowed to continue i'm not sure how much i agree with the idea it's certainly you know a terrible thing and entirely possible but if they don't want people coming up there or if they were dragging people up there to trap them or kill them why would they still not want anybody but elves you know Mm-hmm. So, I wonder about that. It's a scary thought, whatever desperation or corruptions drove them to this. Yeah. And, I mean, like I said, unless I'm just wildly mistaken, I'm pretty sure I saw your sisters. And you said they came and got your brother? He's only a half-elf. 
from my understanding, that doesn't go over too well up there. Does not. So I'm inclined uh, that the measure is desperation. Assuming they weren't just lying to him, but I can't imagine what they would gain out of luring Thon in. It's it's not as if he had much in the way of valuables. Don't know. If he's got skills, though, that might be the reason why. Leaning more towards your desperation stance. Well, uh... I suppose uh, we might be able to get one more night of rest. Uh, but that that seems to be a bit of uh, on the urgent side as far as issues go. Mm, definitely. I can get my things put in order. I don't suppose you could give me an extra day. Well, I, I don't exactly have a firm timeline on things, uh, but I'd rather uh, no more people disappear under these circumstances. Right. Well, I'll do what I can to get done quickly. Uh, I guess I'll meet you back here probably tomorrow sometime, hopefully early. Just gives him a firm nod. All right. And he like taps the table, finishes whatever he was drinking and be like, I'll see you later. And he he runs on out. Uh, About when you're done with that, uh, Truth would kind of wander up to the table. He's like, y'all done? I think so. Really? I was just like, if y'all are going to be heading out tomorrow, we need to move. Agreed. It's like you could read my thoughts. You coming with? And he turns to to hats or to to hats. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I I think I will. And right. um, yeah, I think I guess he just gets up. Y'all got everything. There's no trip uh, back till tomorrow. Yeah, we'll just uh, touch base with the rest of the party. Let them know what we're doing, what we're up to. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I guess that's it. The, here's the question I keep thinking of, and I keep forgetting to ask. That's not really directly relevant. We're in the West Helm ward in Solaria. Yes. Uh, how far away is this from Riley's home ward? It's a good chunk. It's in the top, like, quarter. Mm-hmm. Or, I guess, maybe third. Like, the top third of the country, and Riley's ward's in the bottom third of the country. Okay. So it's far away. It's far, right. farther away that than Brewers keep. Excuse me, got the hiccups. Yeah. So yeah, uh, considering the urgency of everything going on, it sounds like we're gonna go do uh, leave stuff and then probably swing back downwards to uh, wrap up Riley's thing. Um. The other uh, follow up question though, mm-hmm. uh, the heart seat locket that Riley has that gives him that connection with Victoria. It tells him what direction she is in. Does he also get a, like a very rough proximity feeling? I don't think it gives him a proximity. It might maybe when you're really close. Okay. But uh, there's there's no particular sense of proximity, but uh, it's definitely no longer the very, very hard like west that it used to be. Um, it's kind of Mostly south with a bit of west now. Or, hold on, brain. Mostly <laughs> west. It's like west-southwest, like that kind of not quite 45 degree angle down. Okay. Sense. Okay, yeah. There, there's not much he can really do about that. It's mostly just like curiosity because he would want, he'd be interested in seeing, you know, 
Like, is she still roughly around? Is it does it feel like she's still roughly around this region or whatever? But uh, he's committed to the the leaf quest, right? <laughs> so, uh, like, you definitely feel like she's a lot closer because the thing has changed direction altogether, which sure. uh, definitely means that you've grown closer. And of course, because of extrapolation, the closer you get, the faster the tip moves. Yada yada. This makes sense. <laughs> um, but yeah so you both get ready grab everything you need uh, are you taking anyone else with you you can take uh, two more people I think uh, well, yeah go ahead Leaf. Well, I, I mean <laughs> I, I think probably just you know as, as we're making our preparations he's, he's gonna you know gather the, the main group and just kind of uh let everybody know what we're headed into just along the lines of um you know uh, right riley you you said you're generally from the region have you ever heard of the leishal enclave uh i have a lot of knowledge local it's very likely if that's a knowledge local <laughs> skill <laughs> yes uh, i like saying things that make riley roll dice oh thanks good say something that makes me roll a fort save that goes really well uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Do you like to taste the shoe polish? Oh, no. That's <laughs> <laughs> in that one. I'm dead. <laughs> uh, Sean, knowledge local for the Enclave? Yes. Yes. Oh, let's do it. Is that my best knowledge? I think it is. Uh, is that a shitty roll? I think it is. 16. Uh, you're not really sure. Um, it. It's one of those things where the name sounds kind of familiar, but you can't place it. Uh, Leaf, the name sounds kind of familiar, but I cannot place it. It's um, probably due in part because uh, the the enclave that I'm from uh, is is a bit xenophobic. Um, I'm I'm sure you could gather that much just hearing what Dembel had to say, but they traditionally have not been friendly to non-elves and uh, even then they they tend to be particular about even which of the blood they let into the enclave <clears throat> I see then yes perhaps I've heard it in passing but unfortunately I have no uh, facts to draw upon well those who pass into the lands are typically hunted, and those who aren't fast are typically killed. And it was Dimble and the rest of the Partisians that had helped me break free of uh, that that cage of tradition back way back when. Uh, but it, I, I'm worried for Thon. He he's a half brother. Um, my my father's bastard. Uh, and he was originally exiled due to that. Uh, my mother, Chellis, couldn't really stand to have him. And I'm, I'm sure you understand. Um, but they've been sending my sisters, the twins, to hunt me. Uh, they, they've been trying to find me all these years. And thankfully, the, the past that I stick to, the smaller towns, haven't really left much of a trail. Uh, but they, they're dangerous. And I, I get that everyone here is capable, but I, I wanted to make sure that everyone was aware the threat p 
potentially that this could pose. I have no idea what the Enclave would be like if they're truly as cornered as Dimble seemed to imply. Uh, and I, I can't promise that whatever welcome we get is going to be friendly, if not outright hostile. And uh, I, I, I just didn't want anyone going into this blind. It's understandable, Leaf. But uh, even if there were any reservations, I don't believe we have much of a choice in this matter. There is only one clear way forward, and that's to help Thon, whatever may come. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm almost like, what does Shadow have to say about this? <laughs> just, just so I can hear Sean do the accent. <laughs> uh, yes, Shadow, speak up. You were saying something. I, I think I talked over you. <laughs> Son, it is evil. Keep it away from me. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay wow Shadow it, it seems like you must have a cold or something perhaps you should go rest longer <laughs> uh, just so you know everybody she'll be absent next episode too because we record two episodes at a time uh, yeah mm -hmm. so um but yeah, it, and I, I think he just kind of, you know, nods and, and says, well, I, I, I just wanted to make it clear that uh, this this trip is very likely to be not anywhere near as friendly as uh, our, our transit through the shadow plane has been, to dragon notwithstanding. Leaf, everywhere we go is incredibly dangerous and terrible these days. I am no longer surprised by any of these events. <laughs> on the upside most of the most of the enclave are scrubs um shrubs there's shrubs <laughs> it's the it's the green tender scrub shrub yeah that's the lowest rank like yellow belts <laughs> or is it brown belt uh, I don't know either way um but yeah then he says well uh then I suppose we should rest up we've got uh We've got a journey. No, we have a journey before the journey. We have a side journey to go to. Yeah. <laughs> side journey. Yeah, it's a little 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 side detour journey to go talk mm. to some drunks. Yeah, that that that, that is a technically <laughs> accurate description of this uh, of this side quest. So, uh, oh right, Riley had things he wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had I had more until your plot became so overwhelmingly urgent. <laughs> no, let's let's do that. I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a good it'll be a good way to uh, clear your mind and focus on something different than your you and your family's impending doom. So uh, when when you're all ready and you go and meet a uh, or not shadow uh, truth outside, um, he. Uh, um, did y'all decide if y'all are taking anybody else? You can take two more people with you. I was oh, well, assuming Shadow. <laughs> you know, shadow is staying hidden from the sun. The, no, we want Shadow. Paper. No, we want Shadow. Just uh, throw her in a rucksack. Shadow says no. I flip the table. <laughs> flips the bed and hides under it. Uh, fine, uh, then how about we bring Adira? <laughs> Adira is elsewhere at the moment. Dang. Oh, you know who we haven't hung out with in a while? Brock. Remember Brock? Brock was great. Remember how he kept breaking stuff? That was good. Good times. Brock is also elsewhere. Oh. 
Christ, do we not have friends? What's wrong with us? <laughs> Why do our friends keep leaving us? Oh boy, at least there's still foresight. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> oh no. Oh, <laughs> uh, and Lark. Yes, and Lark, who <laughs> I guess got one of the better ending way out of the guild than most other people did. He, he said, I quit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, that's what Adira did, too. It's just on very different terms. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay, if we're bringing other people, I, I think uh, the offer, the position is open for Russo. Okay. And unless Leaf has any other uh, interested people he wants to pal around with for our extra Fox. slot. If, yeah, Fox. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's good. Okay. Unless Nina really wants to go do this for some reason, then I'll swap out Russo for Nina. Uh, no, Nina isn't that that engaged in going to uh, going to Brewers Keep. Okay. Um, and Russo's far more capable. Should anything happen, cool. Then Nina can hang out and tend to Shadow. Yeah, she's gonna try and coax her out. Of That'll be good. Bed. Spot A. So. Uh, Truth has you all gather sort of like kind of in an alcove or something amid the street so that you're out of people's way. Like has everybody kind of hold hands or otherwise touch. And the light of the city fades away and vague echoes of buildings stretch out from side to side as a long and impossibly dark path stretches out and twists before you and uh truth uh make sure that you you know light up your shade lamps and be like follow me carefully the road's narrow and we'll come back next time oh man still trying to see what happens (laughs) will we make it will we die in transit no one knows we shall see Welcome back to Dungeon Ball Z. Everyone died in transit. The podcast is over. <laughs> See ya, fucks. Died in transit. God, what a way to go out. <laughs> oh, man. Coming up next, the adventures of Seder Jax. <laughs> Don, Don, I think, would legit be happy. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Hi there, my name's Don. I'm a proud patron of this podcast you just listened to. I'd like to take a moment to talk about some of the projects that I work on. When I'm not listening to Tracy, Sean, and the rest of the gang tell wonderful stories using the Pathfinder rules, I like to make podcasts of my own. I'm the GM in the Starfinder homebrew adventure Hexgrid Heroes. On the other side of the GM screen, I play Cory in Pokemon Seicho and Peleus in Ashes and Allomancy. I also like to sit around and talk with my friends about how horror movies can be used in a haunted house setting, and for that, check out Fountain of Fear. All of these podcasts can be found at hexgridheroes.com. Good day. This is Dick Horney, inviting you to explore the world of Dustress, a unique homebrew setting within an Elder's Dream Games universe. 
come along as the Hive Queen leads a gambler. Cowboy motherfucker with six shooter. I ain't never moved cattle in my life. I am a gambler. A Native American. He he doesn't have a lifetime of eating processed food, so he probably is actually quite regular. And a Detroit teenager. Okay, so we're rolling into elves, aliens, and troll dolls. Through discovery of new magical abilities, struggle with the reality of unknown gods, and maybe learn a little bit about themselves along the way. Visit Eldritch Dream and Dustress Podcast on Twitter for details. They took to the stars and became stars. So it says here you're from another galaxy? Yeah, Milky Way. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to seeing that. A band that influenced entire galaxies. Sector 8, let's make some... Until their inevitable downfall. Fuck you, and fuck you too, Switzerland. Thanks for having my fucking back. Now, 20 years later, they find themselves unpleasantly reunited. James, what are you doing here? We're an entire motherfucking galaxy, and you show up on this place. In a place where things are not what they expected. One of our staff members just happened to go missing this morning, and uh, I kind of had... Travis? I understand. Why the uh, fuck do you have a guitar? <laughs> LCP D&D presents Odyssey, a musical actual play adventure set in space using the Savage World system. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on your favorite podcast platform or find us at lcpdnd.com. Welcome, Forsaken Travelers. Do you like sci-fi fantasy atmosphere? Do you like bad, scary movies, cult classics, and more? The Crow, Beetlejuice, Frankenstein? What about dad jokes? We have those, too. Tune in to the podcast for the untimely dead every other Sunday on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you there. If you would like to become a patron, check us out on patreon.com forward slash Eldritch Dream. Also, if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. You can also find us in the Hive, that's our Discord, link in the description below. You can also find a link to our merch on sonerdware.com. And find us on Twitter, at Eldritch Dream, at Eterna P, and at Dustress Podcast. And until next time, everybody... May the Elder Gods haunt your dreams. My name is Riley, Riley Morhive. You may have heard of my grand exploits in what's being regarded as the Aeterna Podcast. To be forthcoming, if you know anything about me, and you probably do, then you know outside of saving the world from being completely obliterated by eldritch horrors, beyond being the world's finest swordsman and most dashing of guildmasters, and apart from being the lemon pepper addict we all know and love, that I myself quite enjoy a good tale of adventure and heroics. I come to you today with such a tale. If you've enjoyed my exploits, then I guarantee you'd enjoy the stories being told in a series called Horizon, set in some futuristic fantasy world of absolute make-believe called Canada, a bunch of teenagers with amazing powers have to face the world 
find their place in it and learn what it means to be true heroes. I'll certainly be keeping tabs on this tale as it unfolds, and so should you. Hey guys, it's me, <laughs> Chris, player of Riley Morheim. Big announcements. Come January 2021, I know, it can't get here soon enough, I'll be launching a critically accursed podcast with a series we're calling Horizon. Using the Powered by the Apocalypse system, Masks, we explore a world of teenage superheroes in the futuristic setting of 2172. So if you like superheroes, hormones, angst, drama, and goofy tabletop contents, then you should keep your eyes open for our podcast. We're planning to release our first issue on January 5th, 2021, most likely in all the same places you already use to listen to Eterna and all of your other favorite podcasts. Probably. <laughs> the easiest way to keep tabs on what I'm doing in terms of podcasting would be to follow me on Twitter, at Accursed, where all podcast, tabletop, content creation announcements will be made. I also occasionally stream tabletop content on Twitch, twitch.tv slash C accursed. That's C as in Chris accursed. <laughs> and if you're feeling particularly frisky, you can search critically accursed on YouTube to find my channel for an archive of streams and some shitty let's plays. All that said, I look forward to a new year and to connecting with a bunch of pretty cool people through the podcast we're making. Sean, thank you for including this in today's episode, and uh, I'll, <laughs> I guess I'll see you guys in the new year with a new story. It should be pretty fucking cool. <laughs> Until then.